Michigan City Real Talk, brought to you by KCRAR. Producer Amber here, coming back with another Realtor Storytime episode. These are some of my favorite episodes that we do each year. Uh, This is actually our fifth one, I believe. So if you've never heard one of the Realtor Storytime episodes in the past, first of all, you should because some of them are quite hilarious, but I'll give you a little explanation of what this is. So throughout the year, we have on a myriad of different guests, but a lot of those guests are often realtors. And most likely you, if you're listening, are also a realtor. So you know kind of how crazy this industry can be. I mean, I am not a realtor, so I didn't know that until I started doing this job and hearing some of these stories and wow, y'all have some crazy stories. So every time we have a Realtor guest on, we like to ask them the same question. We ask them, what is your craziest story in your career as a Realtor? And they tell us some pretty wacky stories. And we put them all together in this episode. We do it at the end of the year. And these are all of the crazy, wacky real estate stories from all of our Realtor guests from 2023. So I guess let's just jump right in. The first one we have is from Andrea Sheridan. This one had me cracking up at times and then also kind of horrified at other times. She actually gives us two stories, so it's kind of like a little bonus. So let's jump right in to Andrea Sheridan's craziest story in real estate. Do I share the naked story? Yes. (laughs) Okay. So uh, door knocking in neighborhood and a lady was walking her dog and she's like, what are you doing? I was like, well, I'm just door knocking this neighborhood. I've got an open house coming up and wanted to invite all the neighbors and just checking to see who's thinking of selling their house next. She's like, oh, well, actually I'm thinking of selling my house. I said, oh, okay, cool. Um, so we set a time for the next day at 10 a.m. Great. So I show up, knock on her door at 9.55 because I like to be early and she opens the door and she is butt booty naked just straight up naked. I'm like, oh my gosh, I am early. I'm going to go back to my car. I'll be back in what, five minutes. She's like, oh no, it's okay, honey. You just come on in. I like to clean all fresca. And I'm like, "Mm, um, uh, I got to go get something out of my car. (laughs) I come back in and she's in a robe of which is not closed all the way. So that's, that was my, my listing experience. This, this was the, the kicker for most people. This lady is 76 years old. Oh, so if that gives you a visual, it was just quite pleasant. That's good for her. Good, good for, for her. her. Cleaning have, alfresca. I do have a dead person story. That one too. So I was here for the dead person yeah. story. Do it. So one of my uh, listings, and it's been within the last couple of years, I'm going to leave it broad because somebody could probably research it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we're listing the property and they're like, we have to do some work to the bathroom before you can list it. I'm like, okay, yeah, totally fine. Well, then, um, I'm going to put the lockbox on and everything. And it's, it's in a, a condo building, uh, like a co-op and the neighbor underneath opens the door and she's like, oh my gosh, 
you're selling this property. And, you know, we're talking and she's like, that was the most, I'm still in therapy. That was the most horrific day of my life. And I'm like, what? And she's like, oh, they didn't tell you. I was like, no. Um, so this lady had been in her, her apartment and she was a little bit of a hoarder and, mm-hmm. um, she passed away on the toilet and had been there long enough that the toilet was overflowing, that the floor caved in. And so neighbor underneath had booty, like coming through her ceiling, dead booty. There was a dead booty. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we'll ever recover from this story. Any of us. No. Nope. <laughs> oh my God. That takes, That's what they that had to do to the bathroom. And so she was, she was a large enough human that they had to, to bring in special equipment to get her out. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Oh my. Amber, you had no idea what you were signing up for when you agreed to do this show, did you? But like everyone was okay, right? She didn't like fall on anyone. She I did hope. not fall on Well, anyone. she died. She well, died. Yes. She was not okay. Point. Yeah, but the, the underneath neighbor, other than being traumatized for life, is fine. By a butt in her ceiling. Okay, yeah, maybe was everyone okay? Wasn't like the smartest question to ask. But I'm just glad that, you know, one one person's unfortunate tragedy uh, didn't have to take anyone else out in the process. So I guess that's the silver lining. Although I'm not sure the person who is now traumatized for life would see it that way. But uh, yeah, let's just move along to the next story. This one is from Kyle Neiman. And you might start to notice a theme happening here. Let's hear from Kyle. So so I had this this listing that, that it was already kind of crazy because the seller was overseas. And so we never really met. And it was leased out and it got a little rowdy and found out uh, that, that there was a drug overdose in the house from the tenants. Um, found out that one of the, uh, the guy that was supposed to be responsible was walking around not fully clothed, if any clothes, during showings. So we got them kind of removed out and um, had one guy there that I thought was pretty reliable. And, and I was traveling to an event and, and it was under contract and the, the buyer and the, their agent were going to go through the house. And I was actually on the plane with the buyer's agent's team leader and got a message that they showed up for uh, a final walkthrough and – there was a, another naked person in the house that had approved the showing. And I thought she was just messing with me because of everything else that right. had happened. Um, no, this was legit. It was, yeah. Um, so we still talk because I, I know her. And uh, mm-hmm. um, she said they, they renovated the house and they found uh, Playboys from the 70s in the walls. So wow. this house obviously has had a history of okay. fun stuff happening. So that's kind of my stuff. crazy story. I love that story. I kind of feel like I need to go digging through my walls. There may be Playboys in the walls of my oh, house. Oh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Who knows what you'd find. <laughs> That's awesome. I like that story. So, But you ended up closing. Everything we was closed, fine. closed, yep. They, they, they renovated the house. It, it looks way better than it did from, from what they told me. And they, uh, they liked the neighborhood so much that uh, the, the guy that bought it, his girlfriend, bought a house three, block, three doors down. Uh-huh. And now they've renovated this. They're going to turn it into a rental again. So hopefully they know oh. the history. And right. They, they know, know what they're getting themselves into. They've cleansed it of its, yeah. its, its, yeah. uh, its history and by renovating and getting the stuff out of the walls. They may have burned sage. some sage. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Kyle. Before, when I said you might notice a theme, if you guessed naked people, ding, 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 winner. <laughs> 
no, but in previous years, I mean, I don't know why it works out this way, but there always seems to be some sort of common factor in these stories. And in previous years, it's been animals, pet stories, sometimes it's dead people. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but I believe Andrea's was the only dead person story. So we've got that one out of the way. Um, but the next one is an interesting one. This one comes from Marsha Cull. She is a longtime realtor. And when we asked her what her craziest story in real estate was, she actually first thought of a story that happened many, many years ago. So it's kind of interesting that, you know, she's had this long career in real estate and that crazy story is still one of the first stories. So uh, she said that it was not necessarily her worst story, but definitely the most embarrassing for her at the time. Um, with this story though, her mic was sort of cutting in and out. So you guys have the pleasure of getting to hear me do a lovely dramatic reading of this story because even though she was having a little bit of audio trouble, it's still definitely a crazy story. So I wanna share it. This is Marsha Cole's craziest story in real estate. I was a very new agent. In fact, this was my very first showing that I had. And I had this young man that came in and he had three houses that he wanted to look at. So in my training as a new agent, it was always stressed. Ring the doorbell, knock on the door. If you go ahead and enter, announce that you're an agent there to show the house. So I did all of that. Nobody answered the door. I walked in and I said, real estate agent, not a sound. So we start showing the house. We get down to where the bedrooms are and one of the doors is shut. So I opened the door, peeked inside, and as soon as I looked inside, I slammed the door. And I looked at my customer and I said, we can't go in there. And he looked at me and he said, why can't we see that room? That's the master bedroom. And I said, we can't go in there. And so he takes the doorknob, opens the door, and there's this guy laying there in the buff eagle spread. I mean, there was nothing left to not be seen at all. So we slam the door, we go out of the house and we're in the car traveling to the next one. And he says, I want to buy that house. And I said, you want to buy that house? And he said, yeah, I want to buy that house. I said, but I've got two more to show you. You can't buy the first one. So we got to look at these other two. So we looked at the other two houses. We get back to the office and I ask him, do you still want to buy that first one? And he said, yeah. So we wrote it up. What's especially fun about that story from Marsha is that she later told us that she 40 some years later uh, had a client who later said that he was referred by his father. She sold his father his first home and that was him. So not only did he end up buying this house in which they had a somewhat unpleasant experience, but his experience with her as a realtor was so great that he sent his son to her. So happy ending to that story. And if you were at all impressed with my dramatic reading, just know that if you submit your 
crazy story in real estate to realtalk at kcrar.com. I just might read it on the mic, just like I did for Marsha's story. So I hope that encourages you and not deters you from submitting your story. Again, that's realtalk at kcrar.com. Send us your crazy stories. Okay, so our next story comes from Sydney West. Uh, Similarly to the last one, this is a showing gone awry. Here's Sydney. You know what's funny is when I've listened to that before, I've thought, what is my craziest story? I don't know. (laughs) I'm trying to think what would it be. What if it sounds terrible and scary? Well, that's That's okay. okay. That makes it better. Okay. All right. right, Whenever you're ready, you can go. All right, so the really strangest thing that happened to me was, you know, in the late, tw- I don't know what they call them, 2000 aughts. Like, I have like, no idea. I keep uh, late aughts. The yeah, late aughts. So probably around 2009-ish, um, I had an investor client. And so we would go around and look at a lot of different properties that maybe were um, in areas that were up and coming. And so... We saw this one listing, and it was really cool looking, and we're like, oh, this looks pretty nice. Why is it priced so low? Let's go check it out. So we went to the property, and, it, you know, we went inside, and, um, you know, I just shut the door. I didn't lock it behind me or anything like that. And um, so we're walking around. and walk into the kitchen, and all of the plumbing has been pulled through the sheetrock. Okay, so there's just like a big hole, like above the counter. And so it's like, oh, this is weird. And then in the bathroom, there's um, kind of the same thing going on. And I'm like, I I don't have a good feeling about this house. But, you know, I'm with my client. And so we go upstairs and we're walking around and we could see in the closet, like it was a vacant house. So we're in the closet, though. There was like a sleeping bag and Mm. some various items. And I was like, oh, it looks like somebody might be hanging out here. So we come downstairs back into the, like, living room, and this man comes in the front door. He just opens the door, and he's like, uh, why are you guys here? What are you doing? I said, well, I'm, I'm showing the house to my client. He's like, okay, well, I'm just here checking on it. I'm like, okay. God. You definitely look like a professional that's checking on things. <laughs> like, he... Was very disheveled, <laughs> had a bit of an odor, <laughs> and had a bottle in a paper bag. <laughs> oh, God. He was and just I, checking on things. He was just it. checking on it to make sure that we were supposed to be in the house. Mm-hmm. So, needless to say, we did not go to the basement. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think this is the right house yeah. for you. No. So, yeah, so that was uh, a crazy story in real estate and made me realize. I don't know if it's good to lock the door or not lock the door because if he would have been upstairs and you locked yourself in with him, yeah. Um, but it does, you know, make me think that people should think about their safety maybe a little more than we do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, one hundred percent. So there you go. That's there my goes. story. Good one. I like it. <laughs> and our next story comes from Melissa and Jeff Krantz. They are a real estate team from the Lake of the Ozarks area, and this story that they share with us, it kind of even as they're relaying the story, it like unfolds piece by piece because there's so much, it seems like there's a lot involved in this story that they can't talk about because it's such a a serious, uh, you know, potentially illegal situation. So I guess I'll just leave it at that. Let's just say 
I've never seen the show Ozark, but I might have to after hearing this story. Here's Melissa and Jeff. Well, there are several crazy ones. <laughs> um, trying to think, I think I can tell you this one. So we had a large uh, parcel under contract. The people that were the caretakers were supposed to clean it out and have it all ready for this developer to come in. Um, the main de- the main caretaker um, was arrested. It did not get cleaned out. Mm-hmm. We had literally two days to clean it, to make sure we would close. And this property I had had fallen through probably four times. Do we have it listed for what, three years, Jeff? Long time. Long time. So I managed to pull a clean out crew um, that we cleaned an entire parcel. I bet it was what, eight acres, old sheds, old boats, you name it. And we got it done within 24 hours and we did close, but I have never seen people move faster and come out of the woodwork than that day. (laughs) And there's more details to it, but we'll just. Yeah. uh, You're, you're leaving out a lot of the crazy details on that one, but. uh, I was like, were there dead bodies in the sheds um, or. There could have been, you know, we, they, they could have been cooking meth. I don't yeah, know. We don't know. There, yeah. there could have been. <laughs> I might have had the police there, water patrol. Everybody was there. Was uh-huh. Happy family. Mm-hmm. There could have been it. people untying boats and floating boats away. And oh, God. a lot of, it was, it was very, uh, very interesting. <laughs> very interesting. They might've went behind me on a fire truck while I was walking the property, a 1978 one. And I'm like, really? We just need to leave. We you just- guys need to go. <laughs> Sometimes they were, they were following you in a night. Okay, sorry. Following you in a fire truck? Yes, that they was... had this old fire truck, and the guy ended up getting arrested again. That was prior to him getting arrested. They didn't want they didn't want to turn this property over, and they didn't want anybody to know what they were doing. And they were sketchy. It was that was that was a crazy, scary one. Actually, that was not yeah. really a crazy, funny one. It, Yikes. it was it was wild later, but it was just wow. out of Ozark. That one was out of the show Ozark. Ozark. Oh my That's God. when we actually Ozark started show. believing that maybe mm-hmm. that show is not completely wrong. They've been watching you and they've been developing the script based on your lives. There we go. Yeah, it was that day. Uh-huh. Could be. Yeah. As crazy as the naked people and dead bodies and potential organized crime happening on some of these transactions that we hear about, sometimes the craziest story that comes to mind is one where just a lot of kind of crazy things happen all at once. So that's what we're about to hear from Heather Elias. This is her craziest story in real estate. My craziest story in real estate uh, goes back to when the market shifted in uh, 2006, 2007 here in the DC market, and which makes me like a real estate grandma, I think, um, <laughs> for the number of years in the market, um, since we've, you know, we've been through a couple of different shifts since then. Um, I put a home on the market, um, and it was during a time when it was going to take some significant days on market to get things under contract, no matter how we're priced or, or how great the house is. Um, wonderful, wonderful sellers um, who were part of my uh, sphere from the golf golf business, no less. Um, so there's, there's your sports reference, Bobby. We got it in there. Um, knew him from the golf club. 
when we did, when they, when we got it under contract and we did the home inspection, it popped for radon. And then it popped that the chimney needed repointing. And then it popped that something else was, was wrong, but the capper of it was that the buried oil tank in the backyard was, was leaking and had to be, um, because it was leaching into the soil, it ended up, and forgive me for being a little fuzzy on the details, that the EPA had to be involved using Superfund money to remediate the soil, which meant, oddly enough, that the homeowners, the sellers, had responsibility around the remediation of this post-close. So it was like one thing after another thing after another thing and writing clauses for all of it. And, you know, sellers in that market, it was, it was a very difficult time, but, but I have to say like, they were the most nonplussed laid back. That could have been like an agent nightmare, like kick me out of the business forever type situation. And they were just so like, well, matter of fact, like this was going to happen no matter who the buyer was. And I guess we just have to suck it up and they lived through it. But I, I, having to, having to utilize EPA super fund, mm -hmm money to, to close a transaction was not on, not on my bucket list and not anything that we've ever encountered since then. <laughs> and wouldn't you just like to clone those clients and have them like every time I would list every house, if I could have those just clients that understand crap happens and that's where we're at. Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. If, if more clients had that mindset, I think this, this industry would, would flow very smoothly. <laughs> <laughs> Our next story comes from our 2022 Realtor of the Year, Kathy Minden. Here's Kathy with her craziest real estate story. So probably one of the funniest ones was, and this was at the beginning of my real estate career, and um, thank goodness, I guess it was um, somebody that I knew was looking at properties and and it was a friend, a lady. And so um, we had called. I don't even remember if we called or if we set it up. I don't remember those days. It was probably that I called the listing agent. So we pull up in the driveway and and uh, go. And I have a habit of I always knock first before I mm -hmm. try to open the lockbox or anything like that, just in case somebody doesn't know. And so I knocked, and this is a full-view door. And this guy comes walking in the skinniest little red bikini underwear. And he shouldn't have been wearing bikini underwear. Um, it was, yeah, it was pretty bad. So, mm -hmm. And we all just said, um, we're here to look at the house. Oh, he knew about the appointment, mm -hmm. but he still came to the door like that. So I'm laughing really hard because we had a series of stories that were all about animals. Then we had a series of stories where, where there was about dead people. And we're, again, we didn't give you any prompt ahead of time. Our last few stories have all been naked or underdressed people who knew the showings were happening oh, and wow. didn't care. I think it was Andrea did the last one. And Andrea came for a listing appointment. And the lady was like, no, I just like being all nude. You know, she was like, followed her around. And I was like, Lord, we're having a series of these. It's funny. There's that is. Yeah, that, that was the one when you asked the question that popped. I mean, there were several one. of them yeah. that, you know, you hear shower running and it's yeah. like, OK, I'm picking up my car because we used 
used to leave cards and oh yeah and uh, pick uh-huh. up my card. Mm, uh, I wasn't here. here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I have. I even have my own story where I was showing a broker's home and he answered the door in just a towel and he should not like your man in a tiny little uh, banana hammock. He should not have just been in a towel. He was a very large broker from St. Joe. So it was. <laughs> did yeah. you sell it though? Uh, we did end up selling it. So that's, right. you know, it's worth it sometimes for the eye bleach. All right. Well, we can take these off now. So we're. Thank you so much. For our grand finale in this episode of Realtor Storytime, we have a story from Jennifer Cox. And I say that this is the grand finale because. We've been doing this now, like I said, I think this is the fifth one. We've been doing this for a long time, asking this question to every realtor who comes on our show. And this one, Alex said, is the worst one he's heard yet. So this is Jennifer Cox with her craziest story in real estate. Craziest story in real estate would probably be um, back at the end of, of 2019, I listed a house here up north and it happened to be a guy I hadn't talked to in a long time, went to high school with him. He's like, hey, I want to sell one of my rental properties. Can you help me? And I was like, yeah, of course, you know, and so we list the house and um, we go under contract in January of 2020. Um, the buyer, um, and, and the buyer's agent, mind you, has been around, I'm not going to say his name, but he's been around for a very long time. He's a well-known name in the Northland. And so he gives me this story, which was given to him, uh, that the buyer's home, uh, burned down and which is a very sad story. Um, and that they were in temporary housing. And so they wanted to do occupancy prior to closing. So keep in mind, okay, this is January of 2020. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, my seller is like, you know what? It was a rental for him. Um, he's okay with it. We, I reached out to the lender. It was, you know, of course there's, you know, thousands of lenders, right? I'd never heard of this one, but I call them and and he said, yeah, you know, whatever. And so, um, so they agree to it. Seller agrees to it. I'm, I'm not thrilled with it, but you know, seller agrees to it. And so we were supposed to close the middle of February and middle of February rolls around and they needed a little more time. Apparently the buyer changed checking accounts and changed jobs. So we had to wait, (laughs) Alex's eyes are like, what? And so we had to give it a little bit more time. So we extend closing. And um, then all of the sudden, you know, we're just getting a lot of excuses after excuse, after excuse, after excuse. And long story short, June rolls around. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we are in full-blown COVID mode at this point. The seller can't even, so the the mortgage guy's like, I'm done. I can't do any more. This loan's not going to close, right? So we finally are like, isn't going to close. 
the buyer, um, you know, thinks that they're in, and they mind you, they haven't paid any rent. And we had that, we had a, a rent agreement, you know, that was all stipulated in there as far as what that rent would be if, if uh, they stayed beyond closing. And so no rent money ever came of it. Um, they wanted their earnest money back. They, you know, uh, signed the cancellation that they would get their earnest money back. And I remember reaching out to this, you know, agent and was like, <laughs> you know, have they lost their mind? I mean, what's going on? They changed the locks. So no, no one could get into the home. And because of COVID, we couldn't, um, eviction wasn't really happening. So um, it took through December of 2020 before they got out of the house. Um, yeah. Um, unfortunately I didn't get the listing back, which it was fine because after, you know, it was, it was not whatever meant to be, but yeah, it took a, uh, yeah. So that's, that's probably my craziest story. Um, and so now Jennifer, when, that's I, the worst one, right? That's and the so, worst one I've heard so far it, in five it, years of doing this. Yeah. And so when any of my agents come to me, like, um, one of my, one of my new agents right now has a listing up in Platte city and she had some people that were wanting to, they're moving from North Dakota or somewhere and, but they haven't sold their house yet. And they wondered if they could rent before. And I just started like twitching. I'm like, I no, no. I said, ask Stephen why I don't like occupancy prior to closing. I said, I wouldn't recommend it under any, I wouldn't worst it a, my worst enemy. It was the worst experience ever, ever. Yeah. And my seller had a drinking problem. So that made it even a hundred times worse because then he would get Marsha's laugh. He would get like, you know, feeling pretty saucy. And then I would get like rage texts. So it was really great. Yeah. Yeah. With or without COVID occupancy prior to closing is never a good idea. No. Like, let's just be honest. Yeah, I agree. Never. Oh, <laughs> that's what I got. That's what I got. That's my, my favorite, my worst favorite story. So that is it for this episode of Realtor Storytime. Again, if you have a crazy story and you'd like to share it, uh, send us an email. We're at realtalk at kcrar.com. We do these story times at the end of the year every year. So you might just get a dramatic reading of your story <laughs> in the next one. And uh, speaking of next one, as we typically do this time of year, we're going to take a little break. So we would normally have an episode. Oh, in case you don't know, we're out every other Wednesday. So <laughs> we would normally have an episode uh, two weeks from when this one came out, but we're going to skip over that and you'll hear from us in about a month in early January. And we'll be back with regular interviews at that time with Bobby and Alex. So I guess you'll hear from us then. Don't forget to leave us a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. If you feel so inclined to rate us five stars, that would be swell. And thanks for listening. <laughs>